Let's move on to our next item. And the housing crisis has very much dominated the news agenda in recent times. Well, one contributing factor to what is really now turning out to be a very difficult situation is securing planning permission. And indeed for people that want to construct one-off housing on their own land, there are still major obstacles to overcome when it comes to securing planning permission in many parts of the country. We've heard it time and time in Leitrim. But now, yesterday, a North Sligo listener contacted Margaret um, to give you an edited version of the story. She explained while her son did manage to secure planning permission, her three daughters were not in as fortunate a position. As a result, one has moved to a neighbouring county and two are renting. One of those renting is going to have to move out of the property that they're in in July and now faces the challenge of securing a new home. So you can probably imagine plenty of frustration there and there's probably a number of reasons and in this part of Sligo where the lady contacted us from, the reason that her family are unable to secure more planning permissions is the fact that they're in what's known as a green belt area of County Sligo. Well, to discuss this particular matter, uh, we're joined live in studio by Ballymore Tubacurry Councillor, Fianna Fáil Councillor Paul Taylor, who also, of course, has a background in construction. Paul, our Councillor Taylor, good morning to you. Thank you indeed for joining us in studio this morning. You probably get this every day of the week councillor, the amount of frustration that's out there with people looking to build one-off housing, hearing all about this housing crisis, they feel they have the land, they want to stay in the area, close to family, close to friends, make a contribution to their community, but they can't do so because there's irregularities maybe with our planning applications. I presume it's something that comes across your desk on a regular basis. Of course it is, and as rural councillors, I suppose you could say we're very passionate about about rural housing and developing uh, our rural communities and our towns and villages as well. Um, there, there, there are problems out there in certain areas, not everywhere. Um, there's a lot of anger and confusion, I suppose, regarding planning. Um, but I think at present, um, we, we have development plans, we have national planning policy, seems to be the big issue. Um, and most of the policy is coming from a, a, a national level, which leaves us in, you know, in 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 situations that were the same as the rest of the, mm-hmm. the country as well. It goes uh, back to an item that we had earlier that maybe more autonomy should be given to local councillors, local planning officers themselves, maybe to set the criteria for a county on an individual basis and an area on an individual basis as opposed to the one-size-fits-all approach that comes down from the capital. Well, we, we this is what we would speak about at council meetings, and I think all councillors would agree. Um, listen, the planners, you know, have a job to do. They have a, a, a rules and regulations to follow as well. Um, you know, the, to be fair to the planners in County Sligo, their door is open for discussion. Um, but there's a lot of policy that's there in the way you see. We have a lot of things we've... Sp- now... Nowadays, we have green belts, as you, as you said yourself. Talk to us and a, a little bit belt, about green belt. Well, a green belt about? really simply is 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 an area around a, a built-up area, like a town or a village, which you know is is really protecting the 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 the, the area around that town or village for future development of the town and village. So, which prohibits one-off housing, and that's really that in a nutshell what it is and if you if you're looking for planning permission for a one-off development in that area unless there are exceptional circumstances 
um, you will be refused um, and it won't even go to application application stage. And if you if if you're a, a young couple or a family that maybe identify a site on your own land that's within that green belt or uh, sometimes uh, we, we've buffer zones as well, then if you have land outside of that green belt, you'll be pointed and directed towards then. But again, that's the policy. That's the policy. Now, there are some people that are listening to this interview would automatically say, well, the reason for this is that there are so many buildings lying derelict in villages and towns across Sligo and other counties that there's almost a secret policy there to try and encourage people to renovate these buildings, put life back into towns, and that you're trying to leave them with no other option but to move into these buildings. I can, and I can see where that where that um, where that can be formed. I, I can absolutely absolutely see that. I think I think we had a lot of these policies put in place. You have scenic views as well. They're very 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 much um, a contributing factor as well. Um, I think a lot of these policies were put in place as a result of of a lot of development. Um, maybe in the early noughties, in the late nineties, early noughties. But we're living in a different world right now. You know, we, we don't have that development anymore in our towns and villages and in our communities. So we don't have the 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 houses there for even people to buy. Yes, there are derelict buildings in some uh, towns and villages, not as many as there was. Um, there's plans to try and, and bring them back to life as well. But not everybody wants to live in that Correct. town and village. If you're from a, a rural country background. country background and that's where you were reared, that's where you want to rear your family as well. That's where you want to rear your kids. Mm-hmm. You want your children to go to that local national school. You want your children to maybe play for that local club or do the things maybe that you have done when you're grown up. And and I think that's what this is about. This is about keeping uh, the fabric of rural Ireland alive. Now, what about the listener that contacted our office yesterday and spoke to Margaret? What hope can you give her? Will there be ever any change in relation to anybody that's in this Green Belt area or can she forget about the, the dream of having her daughters moving closer to her and building on their own land? I wouldn't ever tell anybody forget about a dream because it's very, very important for people to realise that if, if they want to live beside family, um, if they want to to live where they came from, and in most cases these are these are young people who have left this country and they've come back and now they want to settle down and they want to rear their, their children here where they were reared themselves. There, there are cases where, um, you know, over discussion and maybe over over uh, discussion with planners, that it is possible to to maybe get your application through with good designs and different things like that. But but really, to be honest, it's time for a review of the policy at the moment. As I said before, we're not living in the same world where there's development uh, everywhere. Mm-hmm. There's not development everywhere now. If you are renting a house, and if if that your landlord doesn't want you in that house anymore. They may they may, may need it for family reasons themselves. They may they may want to sell. Yeah, they might then, want to get out of being a, you, a landlord. You don't have too many places to go now. That's the difficulty. So if you don't have that, and if you have ground or land or family land where you can go and where you can develop, then mm-hmm. my view is that you should be allowed to. If you have the financial whereabouts to do it, then you then there should be maybe concessions given to you where you can do it. Absolutely. We, we, look, as I said, we, 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 there's so many contributing factors to it. There's the green belts, which on a review of them, they could be made smaller. All right. They certainly could be reduced. You have scenic areas, um, you know, 
we've we've heard it before. You can plant forestry on scenic areas. You can construct windmills that we've been discussing this morning in the most scenic areas in the country. You don't need yeah. planning for it. What are the main reasons that planning applications say for one-off housing, again from your experience and I know we've spoken about Greenbelt what are the main reasons that they're being turned down at the minute Paul? Is, is it a fact that there's problems with, with percolation, septic tanks or is there other issues that play here? We don't see that so much to be honest uh, in this part of the country or in Sligo and again I suppose there isn't as much restriction around the likes of South Sligo as, as there maybe is in, in, in West Sligo you would have a lot of scenic views um, probably North Sligo is the same with Scenic Views and, and Strand Hill and Ross's Point. Um, mostly that type of issue that you have. Um, there's also issues that even if, if, if you have family-owned land and, and maybe you you were born and reared, reared in an estate in a town or a village, there's a restriction there on you that you, you can't go out and build in the country as well. But all these things are open to discussion. And to be fair to the to the planners in our council and our local authority, they are open to discussion. And they're open to discussion with councillors, they're open to discussion with people, they're open to discussion with, with architects and engineers, but they're mostly what you see. You don't... You, you, they're restricted because of, of scenic views in a lot of cases um, at green belts, buffer zones, they're mostly what you would say. All that fits in under national planning right. policy. And, right. and really a change is going to need there and it's going to have to start at, at the very top. Um, just to move slightly away from us, of course, um, local elections obviously are coming up next year. We're going to be looking at general elections in 2024 or 2025. We spoke to you before and you made no secret of the fact that you were looking for that uh, Fianna Fáil nomination to contest the general election. Any movement on that front? Everything going well at the moment. To, to be honest, we're really concentrating, uh, I suppose, on, on on the local election now. Uh, we're going to have a local election first, so that's that's the main concentration um, on getting things right locally. Um, if you don't have things right locally, I mean, you 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 can't move forward from there. But I'm happy with where things are at. Um, you know quietly discussing different things with with the the team that 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 we've put together. But again. You know, you, you would find that maybe do your best to keep doing the work, keep doing the work that we're doing at the moment. And look, at, I look forward to the future. Is there going to be a general election before 25? Probably not. Uh, we know that we're having a local in, in May 24. Mm-hmm. So right now, that's the most important thing for for me to focus on. And that's what I'm focusing on at the moment. And of course, there's the eye on that other thing. Yes, that's what I, I, I that's what I hope to do. Um, that's what I've said that I want to do and it's been well received yeah. at the moment so I'm Good. happy with that. Alright, final point significant week for Fiona Fall the return of Bertie Ahern confirmed to the party how do you feel about that on a personal level? Um, I suppose I suppose Bertie for me was somebody when I you know, when I was growing up that was I suppose in 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 my house, uh, which would be a, a good Fianna Fáil house, um, you know, Bertie was Bertie was a, a well up there uh, as a character, probably as a, as a good leader at the time with Fianna Fáil. I think it's a it's a positive move on behalf of the party, in, in uh, certainly in Dublin. Um, I think he was very instrumental in the peace process, as we all know, which is in a very very important part. Um, of the life we live in today. Mm-hmm. So, um, look, at, I think it's positive. As he says himself, he's only back as a paid-up member. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure there'll be more future developments there as well, but what I, they are yet yeah. remains to be seen. A run for the Irish, maybe? <laughs> you never know. You never know. <laughs> Watch this space, as yes, the old saying goes. Yes. Councillor Paul Taylor, thank you so much indeed for joining us in studio this morning to discuss you, the whole issues of planning in Sligo. And hopefully it answered some of the questions in relation to that uh, Greenbelt area of Sligo as well. You're listening